So in this parasha, we deal with this dramatic story with Dina and how Shechem violated her. And as a result, Shimon and Levi destroyed the entire city of Shechem. And uh, the Rambam questions why did they kill every member of the city of Shechem when the criminal was only Shechem. He committed a crime. And the Rambam explains that it has to do with the Sheva Mitzvah B'nai Noach, one of which is the mitzvah that B'nai Noach have a responsibility as a society to establish judicial courts that will punish wrongdoers and enforce justice and order and law. So since the Shechem people did not um, judge and punish Shechem for what he did, so they are in violation of one of the Shevets of Noach, and B'nai Noach are punishable with a death penalty for not adhering to one of the seven Noachad laws. That's what the Rambam says. Basically, they deserved Misa because they transgressed one of their seven mitzvahs, which is to establish judicial courts and judge wrongdoers. The Ramban and Orchaim HaKadosh both disagree with Rambam. Orchaim HaKadosh says, in generally, who says the mitzvah of B'nai Noyach is to establish courts to punish their kings. Maybe society, their members, the, the, the lay people have to be uh, judged, but how can you judge a leader? A leader in those days, especially, were um, tyrants that you couldn't you couldn't judge them. It says even in the Jewish system, there's a law, Melech Leidon of Leidon in Eisai, that a king doesn't judge, and we don't judge him because of various reasons. So. They, they, that's one reason. The Ramban disagrees with the Rambam in general that the mitzvah of dinim is not so much for the B'nai'ach to establish courts. Yes, that is well included. But he says for that alone they wouldn't get Misa because we know from the Gemara Sanhedrin that um, the Chi of Misa which B'nai'ach get for failing to adhere to the Shabbat Mitzvah B'nai'ach is only for those mitzvahs that are a negative commandment, like stealing, don't steal, don't kill. But mitzvahs, positive commandments, pro, proactive commandments, mitzvahs are say, there's no death penalty for not, I mean, they're in violation of the law, but they, they don't get the death penalty. So to not establish court, he says there's no chiv misam. And he says the main mitzvah of dinim was geared towards the individual, the layperson, not just the society as a whole establishing courts, for the community, we're talking about every individual has a mitzvah to adhere to an ethical code that involves not to steal and not to cheat in business, not to damage people's property and not to hurt, injure other people, <clears throat> and so on. And for those, yes, if a, if a b'nei, noyach, b'nei noyach steals or injures another person, then yes, it's chayv misa, because that's a negative commandment. But they're all included in the mitzvah of dinim. So the Rambam Rabban disagree b'chalal what the definition of that mitzvah is. Dinim is it primarily establishing courts, and <clears throat> where the Ramban says that's not the main uh, definition of it. Although courts are in, are, are a detail of that, 
but, but the, main, the main definition of that mitzvah is that the individual should follow a certain code of ethics and, and not violate other people's rights. And then they disagree whether if a non-Jewish society fails to establish courts and, and judicial systems, whether they're punished by death penalty. Rambam says yes, and that's why Shimon Levi killed Shem. Ramban disagrees. So then how does Ramban explain why did Shimon Levi kill the whole city of Shem? If only Shem committed the crime, why is everybody guilty? And the Ramban says that we don't need to look far. Shem was in generally a very corrupt society. They were all guilty of many, many crimes. It was a decadent society that stole and cheated and and, and, and committed adultery. They had they were depraved people. So they, they had multiple reasons to be guilty of the death penalty as B'nai Noyach. They, they, they were multiple times guilty. So Shimon Alevi killed them because of that. That was a justification. Says the Ramban, why was Yaakov objecting? Why was he upset at them? And later on on his deathbed, before he dies, he even curses them. Says the Ramban that the reason is because Yaakov felt it was not their responsibility to punish another community for failing to, um, to adhere to their code of ethics. In other words, yes, Shechem was guilty, but who says we have to be the police and the judge to judge them? It's their responsibility to take care of their own criminals. Now, <clears throat> it would seem from the Ramban, if we read it on a um, superficial level, that the Ramban is saying is that there's no responsibility for one country or city or jurisdiction to intervene in what other people in another community or in another country does. If they commit crimes, and they fail to establish just, justice and law and order, they, then that's their problem, that's their guilt. But it's not our responsibility. We're responsible for our own community. But the Orachim HaKadosh says a similar thing, but he has two words. He says the reason why Yaakov felt that way is, as he said himself, we're a very small group of people. The reason why Yaakov felt that Shimon and Levi were not justified to go and kill the city of Shechem for committing crimes is because we're a small people. We're, we're not capable. It's impossible for us to go and take on the responsibility of, uh, of uh, punishing other people. Punishing, punishing other societies for their failure to adhere to a code of ethics. Which implies that if we do have, let's say we are the United States, we have a major power. and We, need, we know that in Yugoslavia there were leaders there of the country that committed severe crimes, genocide against certain members of their people. And they failed to bring them to justice. These leaders are running the show and nobody cares. Do we have a responsibility to go as an uh, the international community to go and intervene in that country and punish those wrongdoers? Like the United Nations or the court in Hague that uh, judges people of other countries. <coughs> It would seem that they should. Um, now, I'm not talking about a case like Syria. Syria is a real travesty of, of, of ethics and morality because 
there we're talking about not just that a society has committed a crime and now the question is should we punish them should another country intervene and ensure that justice is done for a past crime there the issue is literally the world stood by watching how innocent people were slaughtered in the tens and thousands that's a case of roidev. When you see a person in danger, you have another, even as an individual, not as a country, you have to stop the crime if you can. You have to do whatever you can. For sure, a whole uh, a superpower or several superpowers to watch tens and thousands of innocent men, women, and children being slaughtered um, by their own leaders, that's the world should have done something. And the world does bear the, the guilt for not doing anything to save so many lives. But we're talking about, do, are we, have, do we have the right to go and interject into other people's business that they are failing to judge those who committed crimes and punish them, bring them to justice, ensuring that people do not repeat those crimes? Or do we leave it to them? Another interesting example for that question is the Ramban in Pashas Vayero. Ramban in Pashas Vayero talks about Zdom and their crimes, and then he mentions as a an, um, parallel to the Zdom story, the story in Shaftim, the end of Shaftim, the famous tragic scandal that took place in Shevet Binyamin, where a woman who was a Pilegish was violated by a bunch of hooligans and in the end she died and the Sheva Binyamin failed to bring the people to justice and all the 11 Shotim went to war against this one Sheva, Sheva Binyamin for allowing such a travesty to pass and to go by unpunished it says there in Tanakh that the 11 Shotim failed in their mission they went to battle and they lost 24,000 men Binyamin was very, very successful. It says there that the reason why they were punished, even though they tried to do something good in the name of justice, is because they didn't ask appropriately. They never asked Hashem, should we go to war, but who should go first? Which means that they relied too much on their own power instead of relying on Hashem helping them. But there the Ramban says one other thing, which is relevant to our discussion. The war was not a justified war in, in any case. Because <clears throat> they should have talked to Binyamin's leaders first and say, you guys should take care of this terrible travesty and judge these hooligans who committed this terrible crime. And because, Bin, because they didn't do that, they should have left Binyamin with the job of enforcing justice. They never gave Binyamin the chance to do so. This is Binyamin's shevet. The leaders of that shevet have that responsibility. The 11 Shvatim went without consulting the leaders of Binyamin and were outraged and went to war. It's interesting, from the, it, would, it would imply from the words of the Ramban that had they warned Binyamin and encouraged them and joined them to go and, and, and administer justice and punish the criminals and Binyamin would have failed to do so, it would have maybe been justified. Later on the Ramban says 
that it says the, in the story there in Shaftim that the second time they went to battle again um, and they asked Hashem again who should go first again the Rabban says they failed the second battle also many many Jews died in that battle against Binyamin also because they relied too much on their own power he says the war was justified because in, when they asked Hashem Hashem says go to war but they were still punished because they didn't ask Hashem whether they should go to war, whether Hashem will help them, they, they relied more on their own power. Now why was the war justified the second time? The first time, the Ramban says, when they went to battle, because they didn't consult Binyamin. But the second time, Binyamin knew already. It seems. That's what the Ramban is saying. They knew already that the Shvatim were telling them, listen, you need to get, you need to clean up your act. You have to rein in on criminals in your own country, in your own society. You have to understand in those days, the, 11, the 12 Shvatim were separate entities, political entities. It was before they had a king. Each Shevet had its own jurisdiction. Similar to the United States before it was united, each state had its own governing body until they were united on the one flag. So again, this would imply that in a sense we do have responsibility to the ethical behavior of leaders of other countries. But of course we have to give them a chance first to clean up their act and take responsibility. So again, Shimon Alevi thought that it's their business to punish wrongdoers of other cities, of other states, and they were justified to kill the whole city of Shechem because of their corrupt behavior in general, not just vis-a-vis Dina. And Yaakov disagreed, and that's why later on he was very upset with them. <clears throat> the Rechaim HaKadosh has a different explanation why they killed the whole city. He says the reason is simple, because they were going to kill Shechem. But the whole city stood up to kill them, to prevent them from killing Shechem. So they had no choice, because now it was a question of self-defense. So that's why they killed the whole city. That's one answer he gives. Another answer he gives is they assisted. Apparently they were collaborators. In other words, they encouraged Shem, yeah, it's a good thing. They, they, they went along with the system. Which raises other questions about the Nazis who conformed with a tyrannical leadership. Hitler, whether they were collaborators, were they considered collaborators? It's for another time. <clears throat>